Hi, and welcome to the BSO Podcast, a podcast for young people who desire to achieve self and career mastery. My name is BSO. I will be your mentor, teacher, and leadership coach, and it will be my pleasure to do this journey with you. The seed is one of God's phenomenal creations. Someone was said, and couldn't have said it any better, that everywhere in nature, the production of seed as offspring is intrinsic. Have you ever wondered what makes the seed a great phenomenon? Have you ever considered what was going through God's mind when he conceptualized the idea of a seed? Okay, let me ask you this. What do you see when you see a seed? What do you see? A seed, right? Okay. That's a fact. I mean, we all would probably just see a seed. An orange seed, a mango seed, a cherry seed, an apple seed, and so on. But if that is all there is to seed, the question then becomes, where did the fruits come from? Where do the trees come from? How come we have forests? I bet you are beginning to think what I'm thinking. So yes, the fruit was in the seed and so was the forest. In other words, the seed was just a casing for all forms of potentials. And if put in the right environment, it will produce fruit and ultimately become a forest. So essentially, every seed carries in it the potential to become a forest. Yes, every seed has the potential to become that and much more. In the same way, you are a casing of immense potentials. Let me explain. From biology, we learn that every human is a product of the seed of the man, the sperm, and the woman the eggs. If you stayed in the seed form, in other words, if you did not grow, you would not even be born. But because you grew daily for nine months in your mother's womb and were born and since then you have grown daily with your seed inside of you. The best part of all of this is that apart from growing old, you also carry within you the potential of seeds in general. And you now know what that is. You have within you the capacity to bear fruit and ultimately become a forest. Now, what lessons can we learn from the seed about the fascinating and sometimes scary process we must go through if we ever want to realize the full potential that has been placed inside of us. I bumped into an article written by Mary D. Watts and she provides some answers to this question. In her article titled Four Lessons We Learn From Seeds about taking care of our heart gardens, I will try to talk about three of those lessons. So lesson one, you are the best at being you. That's lesson one. Meredith's favorite flowers are daisies. And you know, she loves that they are unapologetically simple and brighten up anywhere from the grandest 
herbaceous border to the farthest out of the way fields. I mean, like they're everywhere. She also loves that no matter where they are located, they never forget that they are daisies and are never ashamed to bloom beside a more beautiful flower perhaps. So she concludes, and I agree, that plants are completely true to who they are. Unlike us humans, they don't have any other option but to live out their full potentials. So this is perhaps because even from a tiny seed, they have almost everything they need to become their full self. So with water, sun, and the nutrients they get from the soil, they will flourish. So in the same way, we also have almost everything we need to become our best selves from the very beginning, from the moment we were formed. But too often, we want to be like anyone else but ourselves. And when we do that, we spend our time trying to be someone else and chasing someone else's dreams. When that is what we do, the only result is that we become tired, unhappy, and overtly critical of ourselves. But when we decide to become ourselves, there is peace. You enjoy it because there is peace in being unapologetically you. The second lesson is that growth requires change. You see, the seed to grow and become the plant that you see or that the plant that it is destined to be must stop being a seed. Right? So when a seed is given the proper conditions, when the seed is put in the right environment, it will die to its original self. It will become vulnerable to its environment and embrace the future that lies within it. Without that transition from seed to plant, a seed is just a dream of what it could be. In other words, when a seed does not stop being a seed, its potential is just a dream. And the promises that of that tree, the promises of the forest, will never be realized. Hmm? So a seed is potential and promises, but without letting go of its identity as a seed, without taking any risks, without risking being buried into the ground, it can never fulfill its potentials. So it's the same way you have to stop identifying as what you were originally are. You have to stop identifying as whatever suited you for a particular season. Because at some point, when you hold back, if you don't let them go, you, and you step into the next stage of your life, you will never become that tree and your forest may never become reality. Lesson three, plant yourself in the right environment. We're all like plants in many ways. We have different preferred growing conditions. 
based on our personalities, our temperaments, the things we like, our values, and all whatnot. For example, some plants will only thrive in the desert. Some will thrive under the deep shade of a forest. Some will thrive with their roots deeply planted in the bottom of a pond. So if we were to take a water lily and stick it in the middle of a desert, it will die within hours. And if you take the sun-loving tomatoes and plant them in the shadiest part of your garden, it doesn't matter how many times you water it or you tell it to bloom where it's planted, it's never going to do well. The tomatoes are not bad in themselves. They are not defective, but because they are unable to thrive under a shade, they are simply going to die. You have planted them in the wrong place. So you should not expect any kind of result. You should not expect them to produce an abundance harvest until they are moved to their right habitat. So like seeds, you need to find the right environment for you to thrive. The right environment for you to bear fruit. You need to create that environment that will make you productive and ultimately become your forest. The sad part of all of this is that many of us do not consider ourselves as seeds. We do not even realize that we are seeds. So we have just been coasting along in life and in our career with all our fruits and forest locked up within us. We're just there petrified by life and its incidences and missing out on becoming our forest. Our giftings, our talents are hidden inside of us and you know, we have deprived the world of enjoying those books that are inside of us, those poems that are inside of us, those inventions that are inside of us, those songs, those ideas trapped within us. And when that happens, we are just there like ordinary people, ordinary candidates in search of jobs. And you know why you have refused to be productive? Your seed has refused to bear fruit and it may never become a forest. You see that refuse to create or find the right environment to be fruitful. In other words, you have refused to take responsibility for unlocking your potentials or discovering your capacity for productivity. You have refused to feed yourself with the right information to enhance your fruitfulness or productivity. So... You cannot refuse to unlock or refuse to develop your potentials and then complain about stagnation or complain about low wages. The question is, why should you get more than you are given? If a seed remains a seed, how does it benefit the farmer? If all you do is to remain the way you have always been without any form of growth, how does that benefit your employer? 
because you have refused to deploy your potentials to add value to your employer. So do not complain about stagnation. Don't complain. And you see, this reminds me of the story of talents as told by Jesus. You remember the guy that got one talent and buried it and did nothing with it? Locking up the value of the talent. He refused to unlock the value in the talent and so deprived the owner of his returns. Do you remember what the owner did when he returned from his journey? He collected the one talent he had and handed it to the guy who had more but deployed it and was productive with it. So like a seed, you will only fulfill your purpose when you become fruitful. That is the reason why you were created. You already have your fruits locked inside of you. The question is, you need to bring them forth. Be productive. Your productivity will ultimately bring forth your forest. Be productive. Become your forest. You need to become your forest. So let me end with this quote from Deepak Chopra. He says that in every seed is the promise of thousands of forests. But the seed must not be ordered. It must give its intelligence to the fertile ground. Through its giving, its unseen energy flows into material manifestation. So, since we now all know that we began our existence like all other forms of life as seeds full of potential that may or may not be realized, we must be deliberate about our growth. That's the only answer. And I believe that the best way to do that is to learn from people. Learn from mentors. Get help. Learn from coaches so that they will help you to become aware of those gifts and talents that you are unaware of. And help you and inspire you and encourage you to become the best version of yourself. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the BSO Podcast. I hope you found Thought Shed helpful. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. If you loved the show, please leave a rating so that I can continue to bring you more insightful episodes. You can also follow me on social media at Coach BSO. Until I come back in a fortnight, remember to lead, excel, be accountable, and stay determined.